Hey, welcome back everyone to another Uncanny Mystic Minds. So, um, today I was going to put up uh, the conversation that uh, me and Luxa had some some while back earlier this year. And um, it, um, it was on our podcast and um, <clears throat> it was like the episode within the episode. So, um, yeah, so I was like a feature uh, in, in her episode, in, in her recent uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, and so I'm going to share that. And so, yeah, man, um, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I had a nice workout today. I was like able to take my time a little bit and like do all like my prepping, like my foam rolling and stretching and all that stuff. So whenever I get to take my time, like with my workout, like that makes a big difference. Like, so now I feel like really good, like, uh, like you know i feel stimulated and i feel all like relaxed at the same time and it's like a good de-stressor you know and then so i'm able to like to process like a lot of stuff like in my mind and so uh yeah man it feels good um i even got a an upcoming cruise in god what is it in it's in a little over two weeks basically uh, i'm going to be going on the mexican riviera for a week and so I'm like really looking forward to that. Uh, I'm going to be eating like a pig. Like I remember like the last time I was on a cruise. God, this was a uh, fuck. This was around five years ago, something like that. And uh, <clears throat> so like half a decade ago. Right. And uh, I couldn't tell you how many eggs Benedict that I tore up on that on that cruise. Oh, my God. I'm, I, I, I must have been one of the top three people on that whole boat that must have eaten the most that week because oh my god i couldn't stop eating those things they were good and then uh yeah like they always got like good desserts and stuff like that and then um it'll be cool docking off in the different parts of mexico uh so you know i'll do a little bit of you know a little bit of a drinking and stuff like that and kind of messing around too with, uh, with the family and people um yeah and so yeah i'm really looking forward to it and um yeah so that's gonna be in a little while i know it's like on the on the cruise you're gonna be out in the middle of the ocean and so i know like the wi-fi is a thing so i'm gonna like i'm gonna look into seeing uh what that wi-fi situation is because i know it can be pretty hefty so i don't know if it's if it's worth it for the whole week to, to pay for that stuff or if i should just kind of like enjoy my enjoy my vacation like maybe i can like just you know like start writing shit down instead like maybe i'll journal for that week i, I don't know i don't know so we'll see how that goes and um, yeah and so yeah so that's that's a good thing and uh another another thing is uh i haven't started uh i haven't started my poker podcast yet but uh i do want to do it i remember uh kind of talking about this last episode so i do want to do it and uh i came up with the name so the name is drum roll please it's gonna be uh wait what's the name again <laughs> the name is gonna be practical poker power so the practical poker power podcast right all the p's quadruple p you know and so um yeah and so because i want to explain like the practicality of of poker um that's gonna be kind of like the foundation kind of like how here it's more mystic right it's more like in the mind and it's more like out there and then so for this one it's gonna be more of like like kind of like more of a grounded podcast as opposed to this one which i mean we we are grounded but at the same time we like to take flight here you know hence why we have the bird on our on our streaming logo you know that's one of the other reasons why you know like the bird has to be able to take off in the air so it's a lot more airy right and then so uh the poker one is going to be a lot more uh, 
earthy and stuff like that and grounded and you know like when it comes to earthly things like you know even like money that's a thing and poker will help you get money you know and so um yeah so i'm like looking forward to that and so i'm just gonna brainstorm uh like i have ideas in my head but i need to be able to brainstorm it like and like kind of like actually like write shit out you know so that way i can kind of just start organizing myself and like formulating myself and yeah i'd like to also thank jessica Depati from the shadow work library because she was kind of like uh what do you call it like a, she kind of helped me to kind of freaking pull the trigger on this in a sense like i was already kind of like looking at it you know what i mean and then she gave me some encouragement um in terms of like like kind of like just like jumping off the edge with it so yeah so thanks to her um as well for that for a little bit of that inspiration too because uh yeah man that shit goes a long way man dude i'm i'm like coming to the points now where it's like um we just did uh a hundredth episode uh over the weekend and uh and so it's like man i'm like learning a lot so like i'm super grateful and then i'm i'm at a point now where I'm like ready, like I'm, I'm like thinking, like, all right, man, like I want to like maximize my fun, you know what I mean? So it's like I've been dipping my feet out in the pool there, you know, so I know what the water's like, and all that stuff. And then so uh, now I just want to freaking like just make sure I have fun with all of this shit. Like that's what it's kind of all about, you know? Like, like uh, what what had started me initially was to kind of spread to spread information you know what i mean to spread uh, types of knowledge and types of little nuggets and gems and stuff like that uh things that are kind of help me out you know and uh, and i'm like realizing it's like man like i'm pretty much the one uh i think i'm like the one benefiting the most from like the learning so like maybe i shouldn't have to put learning or like knowledge as like and like spreading information as like the main reason for doing this like maybe i can make that second and then like maybe i can make uh having fun and stuff like that uh like the first priority you know like now that i've been kind of rocking around and so uh yeah so that was kind of been a thing you know and so uh uh yeah i'm gonna do that and it's funny dude uh this morning i woke up and then right when i woke up uh I like woke up to the word offerings, like, and then like, bam, like I woke up, like I jolted out of bed. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, how I've been talking about ancestors lately, like I'm going to be, uh, doing more with that. So, uh, I have like my things to do, uh, with my ancestors. It was almost like I got jolted out of bed this morning. And, um, and, uh, earlier this morning too, I was, uh, I was chatting back and forth with Wavy Davey, uh, on IG and, uh, his, his podcast is the red pill cartel uh pod and uh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna hook up in a couple weeks and uh we're gonna do a swap cast and um you know we'll talk about some spirituality stuff some paranormal stuff and and anything else in between you know um yeah uh he's he's a really cool guy friendly dude and i'm looking forward to that and it's so funny because uh on the way to work when i was almost at work I had a story that I was like, kind of like, just kind of read, because I had literally just kind of uh, made the appointment with him just like about a couple hours ago in terms of like finalizing our date, right? That we're going to have soon. <clears throat> and uh, I was thinking about the like one of the stories that I wanted to share with him, right? And uh, right when I was uh, having this stuff in my head that I'm like revising in my head, I saw, uh, well, you know what, like, I'm going to save this for the, for the episode, but pretty much, uh, it was like a big synchronization moment. And I was like, oh man, this is so cool. Cause it's like, I got like, I don't know. It's just really nice when like, 
a lot of synchronizations happen all at once around you, you know, um, and then it's going on with like what's in your head and then you end up getting good, like kind of like information, like you end up getting like, uh, I guess closure in a way, but that's kind of not the exact word I'm looking for, but like a type of closure, like I kind of end up kind of putting more pieces of the puzzle together of my story that I hadn't had before, you know, and I'm not like definite on it, but it's like really nice when like those ideas get put out there. I'm like, yeah, definitely. What well, could be that? Like, who knows? And, uh, but, uh, uh, I'm going to share that story with, uh, Davey Wavy when I see him and then, uh, yeah. And, um, so that'll be another one, uh, to kind of look out for in the upcoming weeks and then i still want to do the scrying one i haven't started yet on it but uh in terms of like the next story time that we do for this pod um it's going to be for scrying for sure because i want to um i want to get into that uh even recently well the other week uh my buddy alexandra uh sacred solil uh on ig she has her own shop uh she does like a bunch of great services and she's uh, she's into the occult and I really respect a lot of what uh, a lot of what she has to say like I really resonate with her shit and uh, she's even getting uh, new into scrying too like uh, she was showing off some of the like the stuff that she had gotten recently and I was like man that's really sick for scrying so I think maybe subconsciously that was like another like another trigger to get me to want to do the scrying episode but I had honestly been wanting to do one on scrying kind of for quite a while I just uh it's just that I think maybe I got like pushed, you know, to do it more recently because after seeing the uh, the cool freaking products that she like products, the cool items that she had uh, for scrying. And so, um, yeah, so that's going to be the next story time for sure. But um, all right, I'm going to drop this one with me and Lux Estrada just shooting the shit. And on this one, like it's like you kind of never know like on any given day in a sense of uh like what you're gonna say all the way and then so on this day apparently like i was open like and feeling vulnerable to share like parts about me that i mean i've talked about them before to certain extents but i think i went in there with her about how i feel about myself like in terms of like uh like how i am and like what i'm destined for like and what i mean by that is like uh <laughs> like like even growing up and as a teenager i had realized or not realized but i had asked myself like i was like am i like am i like cursed like do i have some kind of curse on me right because i had felt that like my life was like weird in a way where it was like i was very lucky in a lot of ways but i was also very unlucky like i i, I could never like uh i just kind of felt like i couldn't win like the other winners that i had seen around me right and then uh as I got older and as I went through my things, uh, like learning and stuff, uh, about myself, uh, I had realized that I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, it's a part of my destiny. Like, uh, I don't know. Like I have like this weird, bittersweet, uh, thing about me. And I relate this to my middle name, uh, angel. And then it's because, uh, the angel to me, like what I've noticed, it's kind of like a sacrifice in a way. And then it's like, it, like, uh, in in the episode uh with me alexa i had i had kind of even alluded to like how for example to give a practical example like like literally angel was the sacrifice in the beginning of the movie scarface right like that was uh tony montana's best friend in the beginning of the movie and then he dies like in the bathtub in the in the bathroom i think he gets like cut up by a, a chainsaw or something like that and so uh like to give <laughs> to give that analogy like 
I had always felt like I had always noticed that I was like some version of this, and then, uh, and then uh, that's even, and then it even ties to like the eleven uh, in terms of numerology, like when you have the master numbers and the relationship that eleven goes on with twenty-two and then with thirty-three. It's like a, it's very similar. It's kind of like a, <laughs> like pretty much out of those master numbers, the eleven is the one that always has to die first. And then there's a lot of different little things that come with that in my life. And then so, uh, and so sometimes like I feel like my life is like bittersweet, you know. And um, and then I, I think that's like where the where the sane or or at least like when I hear the the phrase "tears of a clown," like I can like really relate to that because like the clown is like is like happy and like laughs right. But at the same time, there's the phrase uh, tears of a clown. So it's like the opposite, right? Like tears, like just how you're going to laugh like the Joker. You're also going to cry like the Joker, right? So like I, I, I have some kind of thing about me uh, archetypically or whatever. And like e even even related to the fool, now that I think about it, like there's something about me that's like that. So even, even most recently, like the last like 24 hours or so, I've been re-getting in touch with that because... A part of me always has to like die like that in a way. It's so weird. And then so I know it sounds kind of fucking wonky a little bit maybe to some, but that's just like the best way I could describe it. And uh, but it's like uh, uh, I guess maybe another word could be like sacrifice. You know what I mean? And uh, and so it doesn't have to be like a pure bad thing. But um, yeah, uh, but just like a type of sacrifice. And it's funny because even my middle initial is lamb. You know, L A M. And then so, you know, how a lamb gets sacrificed. So I have that shit like in my name and about me and even my uh, my expression number 11 and the things I've gone through with that. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny, man. Like, uh, but anyway, so I was feeling pretty, you know, I, I was, I guess, because this was like some months ago when we had this talk. And so uh, that's pretty much how I was feeling at that time to freaking relate to her. And so, uh, yeah. And so, um, that's some of what this conversation is about. So that's that side of me. So it's kind of vulnerable for me, you know what I mean? But it's also just like a real part. So, you know, got to keep it real too. Right. So, um, so besides, besides making fun a priority, you know, you also got to keep it real as a priority for sure. So, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the episode. Don't forget to follow my YouTube. Uh, you can send me an email if you have any questions at uncannymysticminds at gmail. And then my TikTok, Louis that 11. My IG is uncannymysticminds. So feel free to follow me on all that stuff, you know. Uh, and then I'll appreciate the subscriptions to YouTube and Spotify. So, all right, guys, that's it. And uh, hope you guys have a good one. Peace. Uncanny Mystic Minds Podcast. Just a little bit here, but now it's time for the episode within the episode. You'll notice that the format of this is a little bit different. The bibliomancy break will actually take place at the end of this internal episode. I actually didn't plan it this way. Things got a little bit goofy with the production schedule. It's a long and most likely boring story. Anyway, it's all thanks to Louie that we even had a bibliomancy break in this episode at all. Things worked out well, so fuck yeah. I'd like to give a quick shout out to Art World Building on Instagram. Art hosts a new series of talks called The Great Game, which I had the honor of being a guest on recently. The name of the show is a play on the idea of the great work. 
recontextualized so as to be approached in a playful manner. If you're interested in philosophy, magic, game theory, and game design, check it out. I'll let you know when the episode featuring me is out. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at LuxCultPod to keep up with my various endeavors and check out art world building stuff as well. So making this show has given me the opportunity to talk with a lot of really cool people, and that's definitely one example. Another is who we are about to hear from now, Louis That Eleven, host of Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. So Louis goes into the idea of finding those patterns that run throughout your life, like, you know, threads, and asking what they might mean or have to tell you about who you are. We talk a little bit of astrology and numerology, and Louis shares some thoughts about the magical significance of names. We'll hear original music from Keats Ross, as well as a spicy poetry snack from Sandra Cisneros in a little while. But now, here's my chat with Louis at 11. Cheers. My guest today is Louie from the Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. How's it going, dude? Hey, Alexa. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so to talk to you today. So we Hell were going to yeah. talk a little bit about your podcast, Uncanny Mystic Minds, which I have been honored to be a guest on. Yeah, people people like you and stuff like that. So <laughs> cool. Yeah, they like a little bit of like they liked your edginess. Like you have a little bit of that. Oh God! So what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it was cool. You perked people up. Like you got like I, I, I yeah, you, you attract some interest for sure. For sure. Oh, for sure. that's cool. Well, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. And um, yeah, I appreciate you doing the same for me because I'm sure that you'll attract some interest here as well. So what brought nice. you into uh, podcasting in the first place? I technically started like before the pandemic, a little bit before, maybe like a yearish or so. And it was under a different name. Uh, and so uh, it was it was a uh, it was called Lucha's Funky Gems because Lucha's like my house, like my kid, my, my kid baby nickname that my dad gave me. Okay. Uh, I was kind of like a junior. And then so instead of uh, Luis or, or Louis, they, uh, he called me Luchi or Luch. And then okay. so, uh, yeah. And then so uh, it was Lucha's Funky Gems. And then so because I'm funky and I like things of that nature. And then um and then I wanted to give people like uh, like gems in a sense of like pertinent to like what's helped me with like healing things like energetic concepts and stuff like that, you know. And then so uh, I wanted to share those kind of things and like esoteric philosophy things. And then so I had originally started with that. And then it was like it was like a solo thing kind of by myself. And then I was doing some, but I wasn't super consistent. And then I guess sometime after the the pandemic started like i kind of like rebranded myself in a sense and i just kind of wanted to like just kind of versatile my stuff a little bit and and then and then be able to have guests and the whole thing and then so yeah and then so i uh i came up with uncanny mystic minds one day just by just by contemplating and um and you know just kind of uh I don't know, for me, like, uh, words and numbers, like, I can feel, like, the vibration of them, and then, so, I, I went through different things, and I was like, okay, like, this is my vibe, like, this is where I'm at, so I've been rolling with that since, uh, since that recently, yeah, the last, uh, you know, the last year or so. All right, fuck yeah. So, you were mentioning some of these, like, kind of interests and stuff that got you into podcasting. Can you share a little bit about what those types of things are? 
about a, a little over a decade ago, I started getting into like uh, like what you would call like the healing arts. You know what I mean? Like I was taking uh, classes for like Reiki, learning about chakras, like taking classes for those things, learning about even like Eastern stuff, like uh, like meridians and uh, shiatsu, like all that kind of stuff. So I was getting kind of enthralled with that, and then I was really I was really feeling that man, there's something to like this world in terms of like a metaphysical sense. And uh, initially, I had gotten broken into this in the early 2000s by like uh, Stuart Swerdlow. I had kind of compared him to like my David Icke, if you will. And so he had kind of opened me up to a lot of these things. Like, yeah, like not only conspiracy, but it was more than that. Like it was uh, because of the things he went through. Like he was like a real life project in a sense, like a living project that that, that they did to him. And so I, I knew that there was so much to this stuff. And there's like a reason why people value uh, like esoteric knowledge and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So then I, about a decade ago, I started getting deeper into like embracing and trying to figure out metaphysical stuff. So with the podcast, I got inspired to like to just to kind of inform people about energy and how it could be helpful and how you can utilize it and get to know it and get to know archetypes and stuff like that. Okay. Very cool. I, I always like to ask people, is there a certain yeah. archetype that you're super into or like you have a connection with one of them or? Well, uh, I guess it's a bunch. Uh, I'm Well, definitely a good handful. Like like how I kind of see things like um, I had a, I guess, well, what was this in my early, in my early 20s or even my late 20s when I got into numerology uh, that I started getting into like breaking down people's uh, names and, and everything. And then I was making correlations with like my friends and family about names, numbers with that, and then even their eye color. And then so I realized that like our name was like a name that had to be. And then so uh, like it's very like uh, like the vibration of our name that was picked for this experience is like very important right and then so uh so with me i have you know like a, a middle name and uh, so with my first name i tie that to uh, venus uh lou luis and then my middle name is angel and then i tie that uh, uh with mercury i'm with mercury with that and then my last name it's an italian it's an italian first name even though it's my last name uh, and uh for that one it starts with mar so then uh with that one i have a a martian tie you know and it's funny too because uh, apparently like uh, my family on my dad's side in mexico had like a reputation of like crazy and blah 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 and all this stuff so i was like oh that sounds pretty martian <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and then i figure with like like my middle name angel you know it's like uh, they're known to be like bridgers of like physical and like spiritual realms and like a, a messenger and then so uh, yeah i feel tied to that one in terms of uh, my middle name and, uh, yeah and then i tie venus to my first name a lot it makes sense too because like in my chart i'm super uh, i'm like super duper libra dominated where uh holy shit man i'm like a straight up libra venus guy like to the <laughs> all right well that sounds like super chill though i mean for all the things that you could be like that's a, a chill one to have a lot of right in general and yeah 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 in terms of like my front face that like people see and like that they experience here uh, a lot of that is like venusian energy okay so that you're like a libra rising um the Libra sun and then okay. but I have like but my whole chart is like more than half Libra 
oh shit okay very cool yeah it's like super yeah and then like in terms of like my elements like i'm like more than half air yeah with like uh, my second one is fires because i have a bit of a fiery uh, nature with which i've learned to uh, to temper through the time through the years like that's why like in my little office here i have like a temperance card uh, on the wall because it's like one of my best <laughs> friends um, <laughs> i've learned to temper that through the years it's funny too because uh I remember just a couple years ago in the morning, like I'll have my little routine to get ready with like my water, my water containers because uh, I would go to the gym super duper early in the morning. And uh, I realized that I was doing some kind of thing before I actually set up my water. Like it was like a weird little ritual, like almost like OCD, but like I, I was doing it on purpose. And it was kind of like with like an intention to like restart my day, like whatever happened yesterday, that was yesterday and that's done with and then and then now it's going to be the beginning of a whole new day and then like the way i was working these cups in my kitchen i was like holy crap i look like the temperance card <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's cool fuck yeah yeah so i learned to like get into that one uh through time so lately i've been really into like the, the temperance card and like the fool the fool i believe is like what i portray here a lot uh, on my show in terms of like helping to ignite someone's curiosity to start an adventure because that's what i'm doing to myself i'm like i'm sharing my beginning my adventures with everyone and then so i'm the fool sharing myself yeah that's kind of how i see that a little bit i love that fuck yeah it's also very airy but i associate the fool a lot with air right you know you're stepping off this cliff into this you know yes. unknown and yeah very cool yeah yes yeah, yeah speaking of like cliff you know i'll tell you like uh i don't have too many dreams that like i had i've had about maybe two or three dreams that like super stuck out with me where like it was kind of like a vivid uh, and i still remember it to this day and like the lessons still hold true you know uh one was about the demiurge which i uh which I explained on a show once, but another one that I never talked about on the show was when I was little, my very first dream was that I was on the top of a big mountain and it was just my one right foot. And, uh, and I, I fell over the cliff and I remember feeling the feeling of going all the way down, all the way down, all the way down. And then I woke up like, like, Oh my God, you know? And, uh, and then, yeah. So I think that's a testament to my, like my journey of like how I'm a fool like that. Like, uh, yeah, I kind of embrace like the, like the Jack of all trades, master of none, like that type of vibe. I probably had that, that dream for that kind of reason. Like, I guess I think I'm supposed to embrace that kind of nature. Very cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So you were mentioning this sort of like idea about this vibe of numbers and names and stuff. Could you talk a little bit more about that in like a general sense? Cause I love that stuff. I guess as in high school, you know, uh, I was just kind of like, you know, you got like time to kill and all that stuff. And like, you want to be out a little bit cause like you're able to kind of be out, you know, like more than a kid. Right. And so uh, I remember uh, going to the bookstores and I, I got into numerology and I was, I was like really, uh, I was enthralled by like knowing that each number has a vibration and like, therefore like a characteristic, you know? And then, uh, I'm a person that kind of, I, I like to like analyze and like break things down. So I kept breaking the numbers down in a sense of like their personalities. I got to know them. And then I started building them up with like the different ways that you could function numerology. Like, uh, like for example, uh, I call myself Louie that 11 because, uh, uh, my expression number is 11. And then I was like, Oh my God, it just made so much sense. Like when I started reading about the expression of an 11 and I was like, Oh my God, this is like exactly me. Like, it's like, it was like freaky. What is Okay. 
But what does that mean? Like, what does the expression of an 11 mean? Well, like the expression of an 11 is it's it's actually a two, but because of uh, when you read a two versus an 11, I'm like, oh my god! Like uh, for me, I resonated with it because I'm I, like I'm some kind of a I'm a person that likes to bring things to the forefront, and then uh, I'm kind of like the initiator or like the orientation guy. Like uh, if like we were in high school and it was our first day, I'm like that first guy that that'll break you in in the very first meeting in, in the in the auditorium, and then after that, then you'll probably go to the other teachers and like you know your math teachers and the principal and this and that but uh i feel like i'm like that guy that uh i'm always like the very first one like i'm like the first guy in orientation that gets to talk to you in the assembly and okay. yeah like there's something too about like angel like that like from my like because i just kind of get jokes and correlations that i see with experience and, and just things that i see like for example like uh angel like in a movie his character or his archetype he's always like the first to like die <laughs> and then so uh like for example like in scarface in that movie scarface in the first five ten minutes uh, uh tony montana scarface his friend angel dies in the bathtub you know what I mean? And then, like, it's always kind of like, like, he's never, like, a main character, but he's always, like, the an initiator or, like, an introducer to stuff. I feel like I have a lot of that because I've always been known to, like, uh, do that with, like, friends and family and then even, like, uh, like bringing people together. <laughs> I guess I kind of have, like, some kind of catalytic vibes where, like, I can spark people's things, uh, relationships that they can have long-term thereafter. And then, like, a weird thing about that is that, like, I always have to leave. Like that's a part of uh, like the angel's destiny here. You know what I mean? Uh, like you kind of have to die early. But it's just really that you're an eleven because uh, like in like uh, like in numerology, the master numbers are eleven, twenty-two, and thirty-three. And 11's uh, obviously first before them. But it's almost like he passes the torch on to the twenty-two who's like even stronger and then the 22 will pass the torch to a 33 who is like a master teacher what about 44 though um i'm not sure about 44. okay sorry i just have to ask <laughs> yeah yeah no, uh, like in numerology it's 11 22 33 okay okay yeah yeah like uh i guess like in books or whatever like they would allude to 11 being like like elevated 11 like someone who kind of like found like enlightenment or something like that and like and then, three is like such a powerful number so it kind of makes sense like why they might stop at 33 or whatever so okay yeah that tracks yeah yeah there's yeah and then yeah because now now like uh, later on there's all this stuff with like jesus and, and like uh, the vertebrae you know how you go up the, the vertebrae oh, yes and, that's right yeah there's all this stuff in like masonic stuff about 33 and everything yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like like Jacob's ladder and like the anointing and the Christos and all this stuff. So a big part of my thing of like when I say like enlightenment, like I'm not claiming to be no, I'm not saying I'm enlightened. Like I can say like maybe I haven't I, uh, I haven't enlightenment. You know what I mean? I can I can say that. And uh, it's it's my experience that I've had and that I live with and that I cherish and carry with me in terms of like the oneness of, of uh, the universe or the oneness of God or whatever you want to call it. And so I, I've had my experiences with that, that I can't, uh, like once I have these, like I can't never turn my back on them, you know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, you end up feeling the truth and then it, you know, it feels so good to embrace that, that now I just want to try to keep it as real with myself as I can. Absolutely. And it's a good thing that you didn't tell me that you're enlightened because they say that if you meet the Buddha on the road to enlightenment, you have to kill him. So. <laughs> 
exactly. I'm just joking. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. Like that's why, personally, like for me, you know, I don't claim like, uh, like I don't claim to be a magician. Like I even don't claim to be a mystic. Like what I could say is that I'm mystical and I'm magical. Like there's magical components in my life or, or magic or, or mystical things in my life, but I don't want to actually uh, put myself in that noun uh, phrase. Okay, well, you should call yourself whatever you you feel comfortable with. I feel like <laughs> right. anybody who you know uses magic can call themselves a magician if they want to. But yeah, that's up to you. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a different semantic vibe about what that word means and understanding so yes obviously people should do it so comfortable yeah i think it has to do with like my full nature because it's like i embrace the nothingness and that's why like i love the void and i've like i i, I felt the void as like an early teenager and on and uh and then so i embrace this whole thing of like nothing like because i know at the same time i'm no thing like uh that's something that i really embrace too and it's funny because like uh, the books, you know, numerology books will give you obviously definitions of things, but through the years, like I just make my own correlations with like what I feel, and like the, and like when I have my whatever you want to call it, like epiphany moments or my aha moments or my beautiful moments, whatever you want to call it. And uh, when it comes to three, one big thing that I always concluded personally for myself is that three means like putting nothing on it. You know, and then so uh, because one is like the actual thing, like the sun, like the creation. The two is like a duality where, you know, uh, or like a feminine version. And then uh, a three is like when you come back down and then so like you put nothing on it. And then so like you end up kind of re like resetting after that. Yeah. And then once for me, at least that I put nothing on it, then that's when I can really give myself the ability to enjoy stuff here because like there was something always with me that i wasn't able to enjoy life especially as a kid holy shit i couldn't enjoy it because i hadn't i hadn't understood the depths of nothingness yet and then until i like wrapped that around my head and wrapped that you know in my feelings and in my soul that i guess i really felt like i couldn't accept other stuff yeah so i definitely had to come full circle with that yeah, very cool. I like what you said about not putting things on it. I think when we are open to that that void, that nothingness, like that's when we're able to discover things. Like that's when we're listening. That's when we can hear. So yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a, you know, like everyone else. Like you know, we all have our character flaws. Like with me, I could be controlling or uh, slash uh, overbearing, right? And then so that was one thing you know that I had to learn to like to like temper and like work with. And then and then so and then so learning about putting nothing on it, it was like it it really gave me the ah oh, like like I don't know like it really helped me understand God more too for sure. You know, I was just able to to fully see things i guess because i guess you can get like into like tunnel vision when you get so enthralled into like your stuff you know what i mean you might end up getting tunnel vision and then at that point you'll lose the, the big vision you know so sure yeah okay well hell yeah dude thank you so much for taking the time to like share all these cool thoughts with me and everything and and all of that do you have anything that you want to like plug for the listeners or any last thoughts that you would like to share or questions for me or anything like that sheesh i mean not not exactly i mean uh i could definitely plug uh plug my show that would be cool you know uh my show is called uncanny mystic minds podcast and uh i'm on all major platforms uh i got videos on spotify and then i'm starting to do uh 
to put it on YouTube as well. So that'll be kind of branching out more because I, I have some episodes there, but I hadn't been putting them all on there. So I'm, I'm going to be putting more on there too on another platform. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. And uh, I'm happy to be in this. Uh, it's like a little journey. Like I really feel like I'm in a journey now. So I'm, I'm embracing it and then I'm, I'm taking things as they come. And uh, I'm learning a lot and I'm having fun at the same time. And then I'm really, uh, I'm really grateful, man. Like I'm really like, I'm, I, I really got a sense of gratitude for all this stuff because i feel the universe working its components like around me and like i feel like uh like there's actual workings being done yeah so i'm like i'm pretty i'm pretty stoked i'm pretty grateful for all that fuck yeah man fuck yeah 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 all right well louis thank you so much for taking the time to join me i really appreciate it hell yeah oh my god oh uh one more thing um by chance i don't know you know if you even have anything on you do you have anything on you for like a bibliomancy break oh yeah i'll rock a bibliomancy break for you real quick before we go i cannot turn down a bibliomancy break okay so let me find the roll table here and while i do that why don't you go ahead and ask whatever question you like of the oracle this question i thought about uh, earlier today and it's so funny because in my story the one it was a story like the one that i had before i tagged you in it today and it was literally the same thing that i was going to ask right now so here's the question what passions whether current or future should i pursue in order uh, you know to help enhance my my power and my creativity all right fuck yeah Let's see here. Do you have a D4 and a D8 on you? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, that's okay. I have them right here. We will be consulting Lady Chatterley's Lover by D.H. Lawrence. All Whoa. right, cheers. Let me go grab it. I'll be right back here. Right when you said that, I saw six on my calendar, which six is the lover's card. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, all right. Fuck yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> all righty. I love this book. Oh, Eris, what passion, whether current or future, should we be investing in ours? Please tell us. Manage them for their own good. It's not like anybody as you're really fond of. It's quite different. Once you've really been fond of a man, you can be affectionate to most any man, if he needs you at all. But it's not the same thing. You don't really care. I doubt, once you've really cared, if you can ever really care again. Wow, that's deep, man. I love it. Yeah, cheers, so thank you. That was, that was, that was like, that was like, thank you, that was like perfect. That was like deep and abstract, like just how I like it, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> deep and abstract, that's how I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really resonate with that like uh it just fit with the theme of like how we we're talking about how three like put nothing on it like i like that's the like that was the like the number that came to mind and then also with uh and then six with the lovers and then so three six it's funny because like that was like my old patron code like like remember how back in the day you would you would give somebody a uh your, your code number and mine was 36. <laughs> I also had a pager back in the day. I am dating myself by sight, but I, yes, I definitely remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so the and there's also like, what is codes, right? Like, like yeah, yeah. like I want to buy weed or like, you know, that was most of the codes. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? I think you could spell it on the thing, you know, it wasn't the good old, it was good times, good times. <laughs> Absolutely. 
All right. Well, very fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, D.H. Lawrence. Always good to hear from you. <laughs> thank you, guys. All right, man. Well, everybody listening, don't forget to check out Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. And um, yeah, like, thank you so much, dude. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Lexa. Three, four, two, three.